don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's November 30th and time for your Social in 6 update. Yes, there's been plenty going on this past fortnight, including... Instagram Guide's global rollout, Snapchat's $1 million prize fund for viral videos, and Twitter's new verification process. So without further ado, let's get started. Just about everybody on Instagram should start getting this access to Instagram Guides. First up today, Instagram Guides has launched to all users. Yes, earlier this year, we brought you news of an exciting new feature from Instagram called Guides. The editorial-like curation tool allows users to share long-form content, resources, pictures, and videos of places, posts, and even products. Think of Instagram stories, but more like a permanent magazine. Well, the feature is now rolled out to all users in Canada, the US, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Ireland. So what are guides for? Well, one of the main reasons is to keep users logged in on the app and to increase dwell time. As far as they've been used so far, Instagram's launch saw select influencers showing mental health and well-being resources. With integration with products, it also makes sense that brands use guides to show off their ranges and influencer recommendations in one place. Guides also lend themselves to educational content as well as having the potential to raise awareness of social matters and movements. Guides may have rolled out, but as we know, adoption is often a slow process. For now, you can find guides by clicking on the Create menu in the top right corner of your profile behind the Create button. I'm recording this video at the lowest point in my life. On October 27th, 2020, Twitter verified me, and seven days later, they took it away. Eve, next big one. Twitter is bringing back verification in early 2021. That's right. Twitter's verification process has been paused since 2017. And in the three years since, it only verified users when absolutely necessary. For example, we've seen lots of scientists verified since the pandemic to give authority to more reputable sources of information. But now it's bringing out a new and improved verification application process. Here's what we know. Twitter will verify six types of accounts, government officials, companies, brand and nonprofit organizations, news, entertainment, sports, activists and influential people. This number of categories could increase in time, though. Twitter users are also able to offer feedback on the new verification policy and will be able to until the 8th of December. But the verification system and public application process won't be accepting applications until early 2021. Now, there are lots of new rules for getting verified, and everyone from news organizations, entertainers, government officials, sports figures, and public figures all have different criteria they have to meet. For brands, they must meet two of the following requirements. Presence in public indices such as Google Trends, public stock exchanges, Wikipedia with multiple references to external sources, and databases. Three or more news features from the last six months prior to applying in news outlets that meet Twitter's criteria for news organizations and a follow account in the top 0.1% of active accounts located in their country. Hey everyone, this is Grace from Kapwing, and in this video, I'm going to introduce you to Snapchat's newest feature called Spotlight. Next up, Snapchat launches Spotlight and a $1 million prize fund for viral videos. Yes, Snapchat has had to fight off cloning attempts for most of the platform's existence. But is it using the same strategy against TikTok now? The platform has just launched Spotlight, which is an infinite feed of viral content that uses an algorithm to recommend engaging posts. The feature is the latest in the line of new tools that have arrived on Snapchat in 2020, following on from mini-apps and better integration with music. But the big headline with Spotlight is the daily $1 million prize fund Snapchat is offering users for surfacing and submitting viral content. Now, before you rush to Snapchat, it's important to note that the prize fund isn't just for one person, but it's to be shared between Snapchat's users. Content owners are paid for how many views their video amasses, and what makes this feature different is the prize fund is open to anyone, not just creators and influencers. Snapchat has said its daily prize fund will run until at least the end of the year, 
However, if it's successful in driving eyes to Spotlight, Snapchat may look to continue the incentive long into 2021. You can find Spotlight from the main Snapchat toolbar. We'll just pause there for a minute to give you a sneak preview of next week's interview episode with SurveyMonkey's Jason Maldonado. First thing I like to do is to get my tools in order. So specifically, I really like to get digital listening tools. This could be like a Meltwater or a Brandwatch. These tools typically allow you to kind of put out um, like a cast net to understand like what people are saying about your brands, your competitors. And then I always like to track aspirational brands, like brands that I think are just doing it really, really well. And you basically can get all of that data kind of mined, brought back to you. And then with a little extra time, of course, you can start to see what's working and what's not working across different areas, which is, I think, uh, really, really phenomenal. So I think using kind of that data to kind of first start extracting it, and then you can kind of understand like the insights from all of the data, and then use that to kind of bring it in-house specifically to make pivots where the business hasn't really gone before. A really valuable conversation there. So do make sure you tune in for that next week. Now back to the stories. Finding inspirational, that's awesome. Pinterest really lets you take the work that you do and go like, here, this is something that I made. How can this help you? The attempt is to inspire. You know, he did this thing. I can do it. Next up, Eve, Pinterest is testing online events with Zoom and dedicated class communities. Yes, Pinterest's new beta feature lets users sign up for Zoom classes through the platform and offers new class communities. Users can use Pinterest class boards to organize things like class materials, notes and other resources or connect with attendees through a new group chat option. It's not confirmed yet, but when and if the feature is launched, these new class communities would also include dedicated sections for class overviews and connecting attendees to a related shop. The communities are essentially enhanced Pinterest boards, which you can use to respond to questions from attendees, share photos from the class, and interact with people. The update makes a lot of sense, as Pinterest has reported record usage in the pandemic, particularly amongst teachers who use it as a learning resource for their students. With the online event space becoming ever more crucial, this update makes things like remote learning much easier. But while it's teachers who have turned to Pinterest to keep track of lesson plans, get inspiration or share educational activities, I can see the potential for events marketers and brands to follow the same blueprint and use this feature to recreate a host of different events online, using Pinterest other features to connect their events to a wider hub of content. For example, instead of hosting an isolated webinar or Zoom event, you could have your event link people to related reading, resources, or even your product catalog. We're looking at TikTok. We may be banning TikTok. Lastly, from Theo, TikTok has been given until December 4th to strike a deal in the US. Yes, if you've been following the TikTok US saga, you'll know matters have been drawn out over many months. So where are we now? Following complaints from TikTok, including the platform's criticism that the Trump administration has not been responding to requests and new proposals, TikTok has been granted an extension until December 4th. The extension will give TikTok a chance to come to a restructuring agreement that would potentially involve US companies, Walmart and Oracle, as stakeholders, partners or owners. ByteDance, which owns TikTok, is believed to have alternatives to its original plan, which Trump initially gave his blessing to before backtracking. Proposals aside, TikTok's biggest star, Charlie D'Amelio, has become the first user to reach 100 million followers on TikTok. The 16-year-old star joined TikTok in 2019 and has quickly gained notoriety and a string of lucrative brand deals. 
if you just enable this across the board, then people come and say, why are you in partnership with that content creator who's publishing this negative stuff? And last up, Eve, YouTube will run ads on creator videos that don't qualify for its partner program. Yes, this has proven to be quite a controversial update from YouTube, which has changed its rules on video monetization. So Google will now show ads on all videos, even if creators don't want ads, and some creators won't get paid regardless. To explain a little bit, YouTube's partner program is currently available to creators who have over a thousand subscribers and have uploaded 4,000 hours of viewed content in the last 12 months. Membership in the program makes you eligible to receive ad revenue from your videos, but many of YouTube's users don't meet the qualifications. Now, with this update, those who don't qualify for the partner program will have ads on their channel anyway. And since they don't qualify for revenue, YouTube will take 100% of the profit they make from those ads. This will undoubtedly affect a lot of channels. Some channels disable ads intentionally if they don't want to be seen to be making a profit off of a sensitive subject or if the nature of the video means ads would be intrusive and ruin the experience. ASMR videos, for example, are hugely popular on YouTube with many people using them to fall asleep. As you can imagine, ads are kept off these videos for that reason. Similar issues could arise with meditation and workout videos, which YouTube has seen rise exponentially in popularity since the pandemic. Eve, some really, really interesting stories there as usual. Particularly interested in... The Twitter one is uh, a big one for verification coming back because it has been a bit of a hiatus. And I also read somewhere one of the interesting things was that Twitter would actually consider taking verification away from people and from accounts that sort of break the rules, including spreading misinformation. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it makes sense. The reason they paused it back in 2017 was because their verification process had all kinds of issues. They were verifying people that didn't deserve it and people who were actually spewing hate on the platform just because they were popular. And they were failing to verify people that really needed verification or actually deserved it. So this is meant to be a really big overhaul of the whole thing, um, which is why they've only got these six categories and different rules for every single one. And they are allowing feedback at the minute and we'll be doing that until December 8th, I think we said. And then after that, it'll be finalized and rolled out. But in this time, they're really using it to get a feel for if people like it or not, which you know we've seen them do with some other updates within their beta app this year, which has worked well for them. So hopefully this one will be a lot smoother than the rest, but I'm sure applications will be flooding in. Yeah, completely. It is, as they say, the coveted blue tick that everybody seems to want, isn't it? And the fact that it extends beyond celebrities to include companies and athletes and sports people. You can see how it's a really, really popular ask. Yeah, no, definitely. I think for the UK, because it's the 0.1% in like the followers in your country. I think brands in the UK will have to have 15,000 followers or above unless they meet the other two um, criteria. Certainly a lot more clearer than it was before. And I believe that was like a lot of the reason for complaints. Uh, people saying it was a bit kind of long-winded and never really transparent about how you actually get the blue tick. Yeah, no, definitely. You had some people having to jump through hoops and some people having to do seemingly nothing. So hopefully. But some big updates from your side as well. I mean, Instagram guides and Spotlight. Let's talk about those. I know we were having a play with Instagram guides earlier and it's not very easy to find, is it? Yeah, it's incredibly hard to find. I think it both took us about 10 minutes to actually work out where it was. And that was, you know, making a point and saying that adoption is naturally going to be slow at the start. I mean, you, you know, as well as I do that Instagram do this, they'll sort of launch a feature hide it and then it will eventually over time sort of mature and come good and you know if it's been successful end up on the home screen not hidden away um behind several pages yeah definitely which seems a little counterproductive considering you know when we have all this information about new features coming out and use the new feature because they'll be pushing it and it's meant to get you more reach and maybe it's a matter of personal preference but 
I don't think yet anyway, it's not getting the same amount of love that say IGTV has gotten or, or Reels is getting at the minute. And I actually think it's a better feature that fits better with the platform's USP. But, you know, as I mentioned to you earlier, I think they've got so many things in the app at the minute that they've had to put it all in a burger menu because it's just too much. But I'll be honest with you, my biggest surprise with uh, guides is the fact that it's been rolled out to everybody because initially when it's rolled out, I saw it as being something that uh, creators would use and uh, certainly publishers would use, a bit like Snapchat Discover. But the fact that it's been rolled out to everybody, I'm interested to see how they decipher it from other content, like stories, highlights and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I think I think creators are going to be leading it, but I, for one, am very glad that everyone gets it because I think for brands especially, there's just like so much you can do with it that you can't really do on any other platform, which I think is why I like it so much. You know, unlike Spotlight, which is a feature we've seen before. What do you think of that? I know you're loving Snapchat at the minute. I mean, that's very interesting because like i said in the story you know snapchat which has been so used to being cloned by other platforms it's kind of sort of taken a taken an unapologetic sort of view of it but i think like every every platform you know in the wake of tiktok they've seen the writing is on the wall and it is certainly you know the future is short form in many ways especially these easy to digest viral clips that work with a powerful algorithm that you know become addictive over time and that you just keep watching so i think the one million dollar prize fund is definitely a sort of clever tactic and i mean it's one of the most PRable things i can think of recently when it comes yeah. to platform launches yeah i think i think that's really smart and it sounds massive doesn't it but i'd be interested to know how that sort of splits up because it's just a share and then matches up with tiktok's creator fund to see like which one's actually paying more i want to do some research into that because i actually think spotlight has the best chance of beating tiktok at its own game way more so than reels just because they share the same audience really really similar demographics there but i don't think it'll be the case of like you know one's going to kill the other i think like stories this is turning into something that people are just expecting and because the platforms are putting it everywhere it's just going to become commonplace i don't think it's going to be like life or death for these apps but we'll see i completely agree with you but yeah as you say we'll watch this space Tune in next week where we had a very, very, very special guest on the podcast in Jason Maldonado, who is the director of social media at SurveyMonkey and previously the head of social media marketing at MailChimp. We grilled Jason all about how B2B brands can use data to create exciting campaigns. Yes, definitely one to tune in for. I also wanted to say it's been great seeing so many of you join the Social Minds Facebook group this week. For those of you who aren't a member yet, please do come along as this is where we share breaking social media stories and where you can meet and speak to many of our previous guests. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. 